And we're off. Hello. How the fuck are we? What's going on? Kyle McNally here. We got episode 13. I don't like it. Right off the bat. Unlucky 13. I don't fuck with that. Maybe we'll do like the hotel elevators, you know? Maybe we'll maybe we'll just put it on there as episode 14 and none of you fucking idiots will even notice it went from 12 to 14, you know? <laughs> maybe that's the plan. That's what we'll do. But how the hell are we? What's going on? It is December 10th. December 10th. What a time to be alive, huh? Uh, I am here in my apartment in Hoboken. My slowly dying apartment in Hoboken. Uh, as I said in the other podcast, my girlfriend is pregnant. We are with child. I got a baby on the way, so time to make some decisions, make some moves. We are moving back to Boston. I am officially without a job so that's great you know covid's covid's bad enough you know quarantine lockdown let's just throw in a baby on the way and zero income <laughs> let's spice things up a bit you know see what happens to the kids so that's where we're at so because of that that's why i say the uh, apartment is dwindling because we are in packing well my girlfriend i should say is in packing mode she is She's obsessed. The apartment's small enough. All she did the whole time we lived here was complain about there's no room in the apartment. And now she just has boxes stacked to the ceiling. It's like, is there room now? You're okay with this? But we are moving. We got boxes to the fucking ceiling. She's selling off. I guess we are. I'll get correct myself before I get yelled at after she listens to it. But She's selling off furniture, which is whatever. But we're not leaving like tomorrow, you know what I mean? We're we're here for like another ten days or something, a week, week and a half, and we just sold like this portable island we had in the kitchen, so now when I made dinner last night I literally have nowhere to we nowhere to cut anything. <laughs> you can't you can't do nothing. We don't have a big kitchen area, we got no counter space. Small apartment as I've said before, so sold off that island. That's gone. We got literally the kitchen table I'm sitting at as we speak, recording on, <laughs> is being picked up by some Facebook marketplace creep in about two hours, between 12, 12.30 this morning, that motherfucker's getting picked up. So, like, literally, by tomorrow, we will have no kitchen table or chairs. I'll be eating on the floor next to the dog bowl. Sandy will be enjoying some fucking Purina. I'll be down there with a frozen pizza on the fucking <laughs> kitchen tiles, <laughs> eating like a peasant. You know, TV mounted to the wall, but we're just sitting on the floor. It's good. It's good. It's like the uh, the Fresh Prince gif meme, whatever the fuck, when he's got that big old empty house. Except he's leaving, and I got like a week left of living in here <laughs> with nothing. We might as well, might as well sell it all. Let's get rid of the couch. Who gives a fuck? Uh, but that's that's whatever it is. It is what it is. It's part of moving. It's the annoying part, and she's doing most of it. So I guess I can't really complain, but. But that's what I do. That's what I do on this podcast. So I am going to complain about every aspect of moving that annoys me. Uh, what's One thing that definitely is driving me crazy is just the questions. I It's like, I feel like I've spent the majority of my <laughs> comedy career thus far just pretty much talking about, like, the differences between men and women and how annoying it is to, like, deal with those differences and... This episode is not going to be any different, folks. That's what's happening. Uh, it's the questions. The questions drive me fucking insane. Should we keep these pots and pans? I, I don't know. 
do you want to keep those pots and pans? I, I don't give a fuck about those pots and pans. You know what I mean? We got, we have like four, three different size, like f- small, like frying pans for a stovetop. That's what we have. And we got a couple, three different size, like pots for pasta. That's about it. <laughs> you know, we don't get anything else. It's like, I don't know if we should keep these. These ones are actually pretty good, but these ones are cheap. It's like, oh, literally anything you throw out is fine with me. Literally. But then on top of that, way worse than that is I'm sitting on the couch, not bothering a soul, playing with the dog, whatever, uh, probably last week. And she decides she's going to go through the spice cabinet we have and read off every single expiration date of every single spice. And on top of that, she still can't make the executive decision. It's like, ooh, ooh, this is a week old. I'm going to throw this out. We shouldn't have even been eating that. It's like... What what house did you grow up in? Like there was a chance, it, we're talking about like onion salt. There was a chance anything my mother gave me was fucking ten days old at least. Forget about the seasoning. We didn't even check that. She throws out like my barbecue sauce and stuff sometimes. Like my sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce in the fridge. She'll be like, "Well, it expired." I'll be like, "We literally would have a bottle of that in my house for five years until it was gone because you only use it here and there, and never a problem." Look at your boy, perfectly healthy, five shits a day. <laughs> you know we're doing good. So she went through every single spice, and then on top of that, anything that wasn't expired, it was like, "Ooh, uh, should we should we keep this Italian seasoning? Is it, it it it's good for another month? I don't know. It's like I throw it the fuck away. Whenever we have a new place, how about I go to the dollar store and I buy any spice you want? As far as the eye can see, we'll have a fucking kitchen full of spices if you want. They cost a dollar and fifty fucking cents." But that's what I've been living with, going through the spice cabinet. Like, ooh, ooh, I don't know, this cinnamon. It's got three months left, but we don't use cinnamon that often. I guess it is cold out, though. Maybe we'll be, maybe we'll make some cookies. Maybe we should keep it. <laughs> like, how about you, yeah, worry about the cinnamon, not the fact that I don't have a job. we got a kid in the way, and we're about to be living in my mother's basement trying to save money. You know, I'm pretty sure my mother has cinnamon if we need it. <laughs> we can cross the cinnamon bridge when we get there, hon. I'll buy you fucking... A 10-pack and put in your stocking. How about that? <coughs> Cleaning out the spice straw. One of the pots you don't think of. Stupid, stupid pot of moving. Every pot of moving is pretty much stupid, but that one was really, really drove me fucking insane. Uh, the spice straw. This, this, I don't know. It's garlic and pepper. I know you use it sometimes for your pasta. It's like just throw it the fuck out. Just throw it out before I fucking shoot myself in the head. It is It is nice, though. We're getting rid of some shit, I guess. We're getting rid of, thank God, getting rid of the stupid fucking bed frame she has. We have. Which, I think I mentioned it before, but I mean, putting that bed frame together was the closest we ever came to a fist fight, probably, <laughs> in a five-year relationship. When we moved out here and we had to put that bed frame together, we... Went to war. I don't think we talked for like half a day after. Very sweaty, angry argument. But I, which brings me to my point is I'm very against these fucking bed frames. Who, who wants that? Why? Every time she's got one of these big fucking bed frames, drill high at the front and at your feet and shit. I literally my entire life I was in my parents' basement. My bed frame had nothing. Like I had no headboard. I had no bars in the corner. It was just flat. You put a box spring on top of it, you put a bed on top of it, and I fucking loved it. It never bothered me. It was easy. This fucking big goofy thing, she's like, it looks nice. It's like an adult thing. It's like, who decided, 
headboards were fucking adult. Why are they adult? Why can't why can't I just have a mattress? I, it's not like I'm sleeping on the floor. I still have a bed frame and a. But why are they adult? She's like, you need a headboard. I'm like, I don't fucking need anything. This thing, every time I roll over, it makes fucking a, a sane amount of noise because it's a hundred metal pieces all screwed together by hand and shit. It's you know what I mean. I'm not I'm not some skinny boy, especially in this quarantine. I'm rolling over in this bed. It's waking up the whole fucking house. The dog's fucking barking. You know what I mean? Forget about lovemaking. Sweet, sweet, passionate lovemaking, I mean. The neighbors can hear us fucking six blocks away with this fucking bed frame. Uh, but the thing's a nightmare. It honestly is. It has, like, this piece under it, the bed frame, under the mattress. And it's just, it doesn't screw into anything. I tried it every angle, every direction. It doesn't screw. It just sits in the middle as, like, kind of like a support piece, which is cool. But because it doesn't screw in anything... It just falls all the time, like, just rolling over in the middle of the night, it falls, and it's the loudest bang in the world, scares everyone, I hate this fucking bedboard, headboard, base, bed frame, whatever the fuck it is that I'm talking about, hate it, very happy to get rid of it, that makes me happy, but I don't get, she, like, acted like I was crazy for, like, not wanting something like that when we move back now, it's like, yeah, we'll keep the mattress, the mattress is great, and I'll just buy, like, a platform type bed frame that's what I thought it was called the one I had that I'm describing that has nothing and she's like oh yeah great and I didn't know I set myself up she starts googling these platform ones lo and behold they all got fucking headboards and I'm like no that's not what I want like I literally just drew <laughs> trying to show her what I wanted it was like one line going up one line going sideways another line going down that was it like like three lines out of a rectangle that was that's what I that's what I want <laughs> so We'll see. But who decided headboards are adult? I'm very against that. I want to have a talk with them. If you want, like I've said this in the past with the episode with my buddy Nick, uh, you throw a mattress on the floor, I don't give a fuck, but I get it. You know what I mean? I, I got a girlfriend, I got a, a lover, I got a child on the way, I need to grow up. So I'll get you a fucking bed frame, but the headboard as a sign of maturity, I'm not with it. I think it's fucking stupid. <laughs> Makes a lot of noise. And uh, don't love it. That's... That's my stance on headboards. I know everyone was dying to hear how I felt about bed frames, so here you go. But I can't wait to take that thing apart. She, before we moved out here, she lived with, like, her best friend from growing up. And when they were getting, she said when they were moving everything into that apartment, her friend's father, who was helping them, like, to get it through the door and put it together, pretty much just hammered the shit out of the metal. So, So it's a little, like, so it works, but it's... You can't unscrew it, you know. <laughs> you can't, you can't fully unscrew it. It's fucking, it's hammered in there, and broken more or less. The metal's all jammed and bent to the point where it sticks, and then you can safely sleep on it. But the thing's all fucked up. It makes too much noise. And you know, sometimes, sometimes I roll over a lot in my sleep. You know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta worry about me. You know, I don't want to selfishly wake you up, hun. You know, I'm just trying to sleep. I can't help if I roll over. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm big and fat and it makes noise. I'm sorry. I know you're pregnant, you're trying to sleep, you don't get much sleep, but I'm sorry. Your bed frame makes noise. <laughs> so that's good. Get rid of that fucking bed frame. That's That'll make me a happier boy. But packing, getting rid of shit sucks. I literally, it's like, I feel bad because she is doing most of it and doing everything, and I appreciate it, but I don't have anything. I have, like, clothes. I'll throw in a fucking a bin, and that's, like, it. I got some sneakers in a bin, maybe. We got some TVs we'll have to box up and shit, but, like, that's it. Our couch comes apart into two pieces. It should easily go in a U-Haul. 
She's already selling the other stuff, like I said. It's an empty apartment. I'm sitting Indian style on the floor right now, so that shouldn't matter, but we're getting there. We're learning, we're learning, we're learning. We're uh getting ready for the getting ready for the baby. I'm exposing myself by the second for just being a complete idiot, I think. But sometimes but I also think sometimes I think Girls, like, ex- like you ladies, you expect us to know shit that, like, why the fuck would we know? That? Like, my girlfriend thinks I'm crazy sometimes, and I'm like, oh, I really don't think what I did there was crazy at all, you know? Like, we were at Target the other day. She said she wanted to look for some maternity clothes, and she needed, like, maternity bras. And we're walking around. We can't find a maternity section. But then in the woman's section, and I genuinely got excited when I saw this. I thought I was being, like, helpful, good boyfriend. I'm like, oh, perfect. It's right there. And she's like, where? And it's a picture of some big bitch in a bra and undies. Like, you know what I mean? It's clearly. And she looks at me like I have eight fucking heads. She's like, that's not maternity. That's just plus size. I'm like, are you fucking insane? What the fuck is the. So those bras on that big bitch in that picture right there, they're not going to fit pregnant ladies. That's what you're trying to tell me. Because I guarantee you, if you go into that big bra section, you're going to find some fucking bras that'll fit a pregnant bitch. You know what I mean? Like, come on. She looked at me like I was fucking crazy. Like, I, that's that's the big and big and tall section. Like, that's the plus size. Like, that lady looks like me walking around a bra and undies. You're gonna tell me nothing over there is gonna help a pregnant girl. You're gonna tell me the clothes that fit her comfortably aren't gonna fit a pregnant woman. Come on. How am I crazy for thinking that? And then, lo and behold, we walk over to the big bitch section. The fucking maternity bras are right next to it in like pretty much the same section. So, hero me, save the day completely right but of course i'm looked at like i have 15 heads for thinking how dare i you know in in the year 2020 to think for one second a beautiful big overweight woman in brown and represented pregnancy how could you think that big woman and beautiful i'm with the movement i'm a big man you know you make me beautiful but you don't see me in undies in the fucking men's section in the big picture of where men's underwear are you're not going to see a kyle mcnally shirtless in his fucking briefs you know, just sitting there fat as fuck with, like, Cheeto crumbs in my chest here. <laughs> you know, that's not what you're going to see because that's why would I assume that isn't the maternity section. Every other picture you see, you don't see, like, regular gals in those pictures. You see skinny gals and shit. So I'm like, oh, the bigger gal, that's got to be it. But how offensive and rude am I for even thinking that for a second? But Which brings to my next point. I demand an underwear deal. I demand... The Mark Wahlberg fucking Calvin Klein deal. Give me that. I'll go beat up an Asian. I'll take a fucking eye out of a minority. I don't care. Blind some fucking <laughs> liquor store owner. A fucking nail salon guy. I don't care. Whatever I got to do. What can I do to break boundaries and I become some fearless hero for walking around in my undies? I've been walking around in my undies forever. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm the fat kid. I, I had no problem being shirtless my whole life. Anyone who ever drank with me from age fucking 16 to now can vote for that. They've seen me shirtless hundreds of times. I was never in shape except for, like, two short periods of my life for, like, five to six months, maybe. And plenty of people can vote. I got no problem being shirtless. I'll be a shirtless model. I'll shave the chest if you want to. But give us the same chances. Give us big boys. You know, I want people 10 years from now when someone says, like, oh, look, it's Kyle McNally in his undies. That's the fat guy section. I want my daughter to look at her boyfriend disgusted like he is not 10 years from now. 20 years from now, I guess. I want my daughter to look at her boyfriend disgusted like he has eight heads. Like, how dare you say that fat fuck is the big section? That's just the regular underwear section. How dare you? But yeah, I'm a, I'm a psycho for thinking the big bitch was pregnant.
I'm just a bad man. I'm a bad, bad boy. Not a good guy. What are you going to do? Uh, but it, that stuff's always happened. That's like what I was talking about, guys and girls. We just don't, like, I talk about this stuff. I joke about this stuff all the time. But there's just things you need to accept. Like, we both need to accept. Like, got, girls need to accept. Like, we are idiots. Our brains work different. We prioritize different things. And we just don't think the same. Like, another thing the other day, she acted like I was crazy again because I had to bring the dog bring the dog to the groomer. She was working from home. Like, yeah, of course I'll bring the dog. Walk the dog down to the groomer. And, I mean, I didn't grow up with pets. Like, I didn't grow up with dogs. This is my first dog. I love her very much. But I go there, and the lady's like, oh, and uh, what kind of haircut did you want to give her? I'm like, oh, I, I have a regular one. She's a dog. You know, whatever, like a dog haircut. And she's like, oh, and I'm like, I mean, like her tail gets kind of long. Definitely trim her tail and. Her ears get a little mangy and long sometimes, so trim the hair around her ears. I said, and then I guess just trim everywhere else like a dog. And when I came back, I'm thinking I'm in the right. You know what I mean? I'm thinking she's insane. So I come back, and I'm like, you believe they fucking asked me what kind of haircut? And she's like, well, what would you tell her? I'm like, what? I'm like, are you fucking crazy? I told her to just get, trim her. I don't know. What do you tell her? She's like, now they're going to give her the wrong haircut. That's what she said to me. Now they're going to give her the wrong hair, Like, what am I supposed to say to that question? Like, yeah, I don't know. Give her like a tight bald fade, a fucking two on the top. Like, use some scissors around the top because she's going bald like her father. Like, when I get a haircut, I say a low bald fade with scissors on the top. That's what you want me to say for this fucking dog. What do you mean? What kind of haircut? Give her a dog haircut, uh, lady. Whatever you give every dog that comes in here who gets their hair fucking trimmed, give her that, okay? Like, I mean, unless a groom is getting, like, a specific crazy request from, like, the people that have, like, poodles with pink fucking mohawks and shit, it's like, everyone just wants their dog to get a trim and not smell like fucking the dog park. That's what I want. Give her a bath, clip her fucking nails, because she jumps into my stomach every fucking day, and then just buzz her up. She's a dog. Are you fucking insane? And then I even said, accidentally, again, the evil man I am, She, I was like, oh, I don't, just like a, a regular haircut, I don't know, I was like, we just wanted to get her in here quick in case... They shut stuff down for COVID. They might shut down the groomers again. And she got all offended. Like, why? Uh, well, let's hope that doesn't happen. Why? Well, it's like, sorry, lady. I wasn't like, I I'm not the fucking governor. I wasn't attacking your, your business. I was just stating the fact that that's why we're bringing her in here. Because it's looking like a shutdown's coming. And I don't want my dog fucking with long hair and long nails if I can avoid it. But yeah, my girl. She, and then she's worried. She was like legitimately acting like I did something wrong. Like, well, she's going to get the wrong haircut now. It's like. What are they going to give her? Fucking cornrows? Like she's fucking visiting Barbados with her fucking family on a trip? What do you mean she's going to get the wrong haircut? She is a dog. What is wrong with people these days? And I'm the fucking psycho. And then it's like, am I just an old man? Is that what's happening? I'm only 30, but am I just an old man because I don't get this stuff? Like, am I actually crazy because I don't think a dog needs a special type of haircut? Just trim the bitch up. Make her look clean. Make her smell good for a couple days. And I'll fucking give you way, it's, I'll give you whatever you charge. They charge way too much. 70, 80 bucks, you'll get it. No problem. Just fucking don't ask me these stupid questions. And then act like I'm some sort of psycho. Because I don't like that, you know. Don't like that. What kind of haircut does the dog want? Uh, I don't know, actually. She's talking about growing it out, but I really don't know. Like, well, I don't know. She doesn't have a brain, and she can't fucking speak. And she doesn't remember anything past, like, 30 seconds, so... I think whatever you do for it, it's going to work. You know what I mean? You can just, just give her any sort of haircut you want. How about that? Surprise me. <laughs> She's a fucking dog. How about you surprise me?
but we're already we're learning we're learning you know we're getting i'm getting i mean she's probably more mentally prepared for the kid than me i'm definitely not i'm getting there though but it's like just little stuff you don't even realize these little stuff you're going to disagree on and it's already happening like i'm already like and again i know i'm an old miserable fuck i get it i'm an old man at heart and i know i know i'm not normal here i'm not claiming to be normal i know i'm not right on this one but like she shows me like outfits and clothes and i'm like oh i hate that she's like well it's for a newborn and i'm like oh i get that but it doesn't change the fact that me as a human being with my own opinion think that outfit is very corny (laughs) you know what i mean like that doesn't that doesn't change it i'm sure our daughter will look very pretty in it but i hate it like she got her these onesies whatever like she's like i'm gonna order a bunch of onesies my friend said these specific ones come in handy the kids shit through them all they do is shit so of course get some onesies all venway or whatever and they come in and they're all just basic white onesies which is cool you know i mean basic white tees the baby doesn't even know her gender i'm not gonna make her dress in any colors or anything pretty you know until she's 18 and the size of gender, so. But no, she, these ones come in, just basic shit. And uh, they're cool, because, like, the, they are, uh, like, magnets at the bottom. So I guess it makes it easier to change diapers, blah, blah, blah. But this other thing comes in with it. And she's like, well, I got this cute outfit, too. It's perfect for after the beach. First of all, and I get, it's a, I'm an idiot. It's a newborn. They, they get cold. But it was like a sweatshirt and sweatpants. It's like, after the beach. After the beach, it's fucking 100 degrees. What do you mean, after the beach? But on top of that... At first, I'm like, oh, it's cute. Yeah, it's a little pink onesie. And then there's, like, a smiley face on, like, the butt of the pants. And I'm like, well, not thrilled about that. But then also, the big one. And then I'm like, all right, whatever. It's cute. It's like a little sweatshirt material. I'm sure it's very comfy and keep the baby warm, blah, blah, blah. And then she lifts up the hood, and it has, like, the fake, like, teddy bear ears on it. And I had it. That was the one. I had to put my foot down on that. I'm like, well, I'm like, you already bought it. I get it. You think it's cute. I'm like, but for future reference the rest of this baby's infancy or whatever the fuck we want to call it uh i'm putting my foot down i do not want any any ears on the hoods anymore i don't want anything like that you know what i mean what am i gonna have my baby like i don't want her looking like a 14 year old asian tourist chucking up the fucking peace sign at the fucking statue of liberty you know what i mean like what do you these teddy bear ears i think anyone wearing those looks fucking crazy at any age why would i want it for my fucking daughter so that's where we're at. Little arguments like that. I'm always wrong. I know I'm not normal for these arguments. I know I'm a fucking idiot. You don't gotta you don't gotta explain that to me, but am I that crazy? You know, t- little teddy bear goofy ears in this fucking hood. It's like come on, man. <laughs> I get she's a girl and I gotta learn that she's a girl. It's like I'm a pretty fashionable cat. You know, my girlfriend asked me questions about like an outfit or something i'll give an honest answer i always have opinions like she'll ask what earrings i'll look and check out the earrings i won't just like say oh those ones i'll actually look see what clothes she's wearing what shoes she's wearing then i'll pick an earring for her i'm not against that i'm not i'm not that at all but regardless of gender or age the ears on the hood i am against so i'm not we're nothing without morals you know we got to keep our morals for the kid you know so very against the chinese tourist look that's what we're gonna end we're putting our foot down on that one, so I uh, I won that battle. No more. If anyone listening to this buys my kid any friends, if my kid gets anything like that, I promise she won't wear it. I promise she'll she'll never put it on. You can buy it to fuck with me and think you're funny. My sister's probably listening to this because any toy I ever bought her kids made in a shitload of noise, and I did it on purpose. All just like glitter and stuff that will make the house a mess. That's all I got for the last five six years now. So I'm sure she's listening to this. She's gonna get nothing but teddy bear hoods, but. She won't be wearing them, I'll tell you that much.
she will not be putting those bitches on. Oh, that's fun stuff, but we're getting there, you know, getting ready as much as we can, trying to mentally prepare, save up a little money. Have to move home with the parents for a bit, save some money, and try to get a fucking house, do the adult shit, so we're getting there. I just don't like <laughs> I don't like the baby's fashion sense at the moment. That's that's the issue at hand, I guess. So that's that's mostly what's going on in my life, I suppose. Christmas coming up, I love Christmas. Doing some Christmas shopping, it's different this year with the baby. We're trying not to spend as much money, and I feel like I just got her nothing. But I did get her some shit, but I probably didn't do as good as I normally do, you know. But what are you going to do? We're learning as we go. Big bitches don't mean pregnant. We learn and, you know, we learn and grow together as a podcast family here. Hey, there's a little fucking dog coming out here and bothering me right now. How are you, Sandy? The dog's getting... She gets fucking crazy, man. She gets like, if you take her to the dog park, she needs to go to the park. Like, she's one of those dogs. She has too much energy. She has to exercise. She can't just like, you can take her on like four hours worth of walks and like walk like 10 miles over the course of the day with her and like she still has energy. She has to run. She's just one of those dogs. But then you take her to the dog park for like three, four days in a row and she gets like insane in the house. She gets like stubborn and starts like nipping at me and my fucking girlfriend. So it's like, all right, take her for three days and let her take a break. But then when she doesn't go, she gets insane on the leash and she's jumping at other dogs and wants to play and going wild. So it's like you can't fucking win with this dog. But at least, at least we know it. I got now that I'm a dog park person. Where my dog park people at? I fucking hate it. I never realized how like awkward it always is when you have a dog and you go to a dog like because people are just fucking losers. That's that's one thing. Like people are fucking losers, and like all the losers. Who like whose kids were fucking dorks and like complained when the kids lost in sports and like didn't get enough playing time because they were fucking nerds who sucked. They're they're exactly like that with their dogs. Like they like some people like my dog likes to play and she's aggressive, but like she's not she's harmless. She's afraid of everything, honestly. But like when she's playing, she fucking wrestles with dogs and she likes to run and jump and it's how dogs play. They fucking nip at each other's necks to try to get each other to chase them. Which is fine. I know my dog's crazy, so I keep an eye on her. Some people just fucking they think like Oh, like, they get, like, mad at other people's dogs. You're always in these awkward spots where you're, like, looking at this other owner, like, should I say something just because I want to fucking appease this coward nerd? Or should I just let my dog be a fucking dog? And if they say something, be like, oh, sorry about that, and I'll just grab the dog. So I didn't know about those awkward issues. But even worse than that, my my big beef is the dog owners who just lack self-awareness. I hate people who lack self-awareness in general. It's one of, like, my main complaints about people usually when I'm on some random rant about someone. But... The dog owners would know. If your dog sucks, like, you have to know. Like I said, I know my dog's tough. So when I'm at the dog park, I'm never on my phone. I don't put my head. Like, people are on the headphones. Some guys literally bring the dog in, take him off the leash, and just sit there and look at their phone for 30 minutes. I'm never on my phone. I never have my headphones in because I know my dog's a little nuts. I know she has a lot of energy. I know sometimes she'll go to play with, like, a young puppy or something. It'd be too much, and the dog, the other dog might not like it. And I got to go yell at her. Not yell at her. But, hey, come here. Throw a tennis ball. Get her attention. Protect the other dog. I know all that. These fucks just sit there with awful dogs that bark and fucking whine and jump up on other people's legs. And these fucking people just sit there and do nothing. I hate those people. I hate you people if you're listening. No dog self-awareness. No fucking friend of mine. That's what I always say. But I hate it. And I especially hate, like, <laughs> I spent my whole life trying to avoid awkward moments. And I hate the dog park. It's like, 
because like half the people are very normal and cool, and even if you're a dog and their dog are going crazy and biting each other, well, they it's how they play. A lot of times you'll both just grab your dog and be like, "Oh, I'm sorry," like, and you're like, "Oh, no problem." She she can be kind of crazy, and they're like, "Oh, my dog too." Ninety percent of the time, that's what it is. But there's all these losers who just like they're pussies. Their kids are probably pussies. Their parents are probably pussies. That like like I said, cry to the coach when they were riding the pine. You know what I mean? Like those type of kids. And my, I I remember like. My father just saying no as a kid when I like said I wanted to quit a team if I had like a bad game like after the first day, be like oh I don't want to play I don't like that he'd be like no like you're not quitting that's out of the question you know what I mean these dog people didn't have that so they fucking awful you're always an awkward spot you're always like making eye contact with someone who's like thinks my dog's the devil and now like I said if she doesn't go to the dog park when you're walking with her she jumps up and goes crazy and you see owners get like scared and she's not a big dog she's forty five pounds. Like, she just wants to play with your dog. You'll see, like, the owner. Not the other dog won't get scared. The other dog will jump up because it's, like, how they play. The owner will, like, speed walk away and, like, throw me a dirty look. It's like, you know what? Just fucking walk away, you fucking loser. I don't Give me a dirty look if you want. I don't want my dog playing with your dog because it might turn my dog into a fucking clown. You know what I mean? Keep it fucking stepping toots. My girlfriend said the other day, some lady said you should put a muzzle on that thing because my dog kind of jumped up at another dog as that lady was walking by and, like, growled. Uh, and... And I honestly, like, my dog isn't that that bad. Like, I've seen crazy dogs. I know people that have bad. My dog isn't that. Like, and I was like, oh, my God. I'm glad it wasn't me because I would have fucking, I would have tried to say sorry at first. But if she said anything else, I would have just flipped out on this lady. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, I know. Dogs can sense bad people. I would probably tell her something like that. <laughs> Be like, yeah, I don't know. She hates fucking freaks. So it's probably why she jumped at you. She doesn't jump at any normal people, you fucking loser. Put a muzzle on that thing. I'd fucking kill somebody. Mind your fucking business. Watch, this is all on the podcast now. If my dog ever has any missteps, ever bites anyone, I'm fucked. Like, he's been defending this evil, fucking violent dog for fucking months on the podcast. Fuck you, dog losers. Get some self-awareness. Tell your kids to stop playing video games and play some sports. <laughs> oh, man. That was uh, unintentionally, just talking about dogs, possibly my one of my more ignorant rants yet in... That ain't nothing. Keep coming back for more. That's all. So that's that's where we're at in my life. I try to, uh, like always, I try to find some stuff to talk about. I looked for some stories this week to talk about. And like I said, I don't like to get political. This isn't even really political takes, but the only real stories I'm seeing are pol- political right now. The two that jumped out at me, one, it's horrible. Like if you've ever had anyone in your family go through this, obviously you know how horrible this is. It's not to be laughed at. But from the outside... You can't help but laugh. Diane Feinstein, who's like a California, I don't know what she is, senator or something. One of those fucking politicians. And she's high ranking and she's important in the Democratic side. And uh, they're just saying for years now. Because she's like 100 years old. All these people, they all need term limits. They're all fucking pure evil, fucking on both sides. Pelosi's evil, McConnell's evil. They all stink. But, I mean, this lady's, I think she's literally 86, 87. It's like, th- she's 100 years old. And they're saying for years now, like, she's been her mental capacity has been declining. It's like, yeah, no shit. She's a fucking hundred years old. But on top of that, they're like, yeah, she's starting to forget things. And they said <laughs> Chuck Schumer talked to her about stepping down from her post on like the Judiciary Committee. Committee? Committee? And uh, he had to do it like two or three times because she would just forget that they even spoke about it. And it's, like I said, it, it's horrible. You don't, you, I'm not laughing at dementia or anything. It's awful. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. But from the outside... As one of these regular fucking old Americans who 
doesn't have a lot of fucking money and is getting fucked by everyone, just like everyone else getting fucked with the COVID lockdowns and losing their fucking fun, their freedoms, their lives. From the outside for us, it's fucking hilarious. I mean, come on. It's so laughable. This lady's 100 years old. Get her out. You're telling me for the last few years she's still been making important decisions and you're admitting <laughs> she's been losing her memory and shit? Are you fucking crazy? When that happens to real people, they, like, get forced to go live in a home where they have 24-hour people watching them or, like, go live with your, one of your kids or something and they watch you every day because they're scared you might walk down the street and fucking forget where you are. This lady, in the meantime, is fucking controlling the country, like... So that was one big story. I couldn't help but laugh. It's like, who is against term limits? What is the issue with term limits? This lady is 100 years old. She had like a Chinese spy as her driver for years before they found out. Like, And she's just a zillion years old. She's forgetting everything. The poor lady, of course she is. She's old. Let her fucking go be old and rich and just fucking enjoy your last few years with your family and forget everything. Like, what is wrong with these people? The greed just never ends. They can't, They can't get out of this bitch. Uh, and then the other one, which it's a big political story right now, and it's probably my favorite one just because it's just because of like what it involves is the guy I'm, I'm probably gonna say his name wrong. Anyone listening to this is like this kid's talking about politics. He doesn't know anything about politics. I'm not claiming to know politics. I'm claiming to laugh at the headlines and then the articles I read. The guy Eric Slawwell, I'm probably saying it wrong, but he's in California too. He's some sort of fucking state rep or some shit. Whatever the fuck he is, host some shit. He. He he was, like, involved with some Chinese spy, but they're saying he literally, like, people think he fucked her. Like, they're saying this lady, literally, they're confirming she fucked two Midwestern mayors as, like, a Chinese spy to get information. And then was involved with this guy and, like, friends with him. And I guess, like, his old father and, like, his brothers are still, like, still are friends on Facebook and stuff. So he clearly knew her. And people think he fucked her, which is just hilarious. And her name's Fang Fang, which is just... Hilarious on top of it, Fang Fang. But my whole thing is she's not even that great looking. You know, like she's this is what this is all it took. This is all it took for the guy in the intelligence committee to give everything up to China. It's some fucking pussy. How big of a loser were you, Eric Slawwell? Aren't you rich? You can't go out and get a regular fucking girl, you gotta But also just have a backbone, like I you're rich. You could do better than Fang Fang, you know she's she's nothing special. Give me at least give me one of those those Chinese girls you see in the pornos that are hot, you know? Fang Fang is... She's a very average looking... Like, if you if you sent a spy to try to infiltrate me and you wanted to get my secrets, uh, it ain't gonna be Fang Fang. I ain't giving enough of that, you know? You want my mother's mac and cheese recipe? You better bring the A game, you know? That's all I'm telling you. You want my PIN number with access to, I don't know, anywhere from 600 to to $1,000 at any given point? One whole $1,000? You, you want that PIN number? Fang Fang ain't cutting it. Send one of the good-looking ladies in the pixelated dick videos, and we'll, then maybe we can talk. But other than that, this guy's just fucking a Chinese spy. It's hilarious. It's like good for China, I guess. They got this lady in there, and he, just, he couldn't give in to that Fang Fang pussy. But what a time to be alive. That was my rants. Those are my, those are my uh, topical stories for the week. Like I said, never want to be a political podcast, but the only fucking stories you can find these days are those. You can never find, like, goofy, hot woman stories you just make fun of anymore. So try to at least make some light of the situation, even though it's all fucked up and the world seemingly coming to an end. <laughs> We're all fucked and everything, but at least we can laugh at this old lady losing her mind and this guy just not being able to resist that sweet, sweet Chinese poontang. 
the boy gave it all up, you know. She opened them legs. Like, go to a rub and tug, Eric Slawell, whatever the fucking name is. Go to a rub and tug. How about that? And then China doesn't know all our fucking important information. You ever think of that? You didn't make any money off a of rub and tug? Like, this lady, I've been to plenty of rub and tugs. I've been to my fair share all over the country, actually. Multiple states. I've been to rub and tug in three or four different states in my younger days, hitting bachelor parties and shit. And, uh, yeah, this, I mean, this Fang Fang, I've seen her picture. She's no... She's no better than the regular, like, 40-year-old ladies that gives you a massage and a tug with their fucking polo shirts on. <laughs> that's uh, that's my take on Fang Fang. Just fucking pay the extra 40 bucks, get a hand job, clear your mind, and then you know what? We're not fucking getting spied on by China, and you still come, Eric Slawwell. Probably saying his name wrong. Over and over and over, but you know what? Fuck them. Fuck them all. They are ruining everything. They're letting us die. They're letting small businesses die on both sides. They're blaming each other. They're doing nothing. So fuck them all, just like Fang Fang did. Who were the two uh, Midwestern mayors? I want to know them. What could a Midwestern mayor, like, how important could they be that China needed them? You know what I mean? Like the mayor and fucking, I don't think, what's the Midwest? The fucking, like, this is how smart I am, the Midwest. I don't know, so the mayor of fucking... North Dakota, like a town in North Dakota, China needs him. I'm sure North Dakota's not the Midwest, and I'll get clowned out for that, but... What the fuck does China need these mayors for? I think Fang Fang maybe was just trying to fuck her way to the top. She was fucking these mayors, and then they have, like, those mayoral conferences where, like, I'm assuming everyone just goes and gets drunk and fucks Chinese ladies, it sounds like. <laughs> so, who are those guys? I'd like to know them. They're keeping their names silent. They probably still have their job. They're probably still mayors. <laughs> you know? Fang, fang. They can't resist that puss, baby. You guys proud of me for not doing an offensive Asian voice once during this entire fang, fang story? Hmm? Are ya? Because I'm proud of myself, folks. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll end on fang, fang. I think there was a fun episode. I had fun talking by myself, and I don't always have fun when I'm by myself, so... Hopefully it was good. I know I was all over the place. I'm sure the stories were all fucked up, but hopefully we had a couple laughs, and uh, holidays are coming up. We're going to keep pumping out episodes. They're always going to drop, like, Thursday night around, like, 10, 11, be there Friday morning at work. Download them, comment, listen, subscribe, tell everyone how you love me, and I'm funny and handsome and very smart. Very smart, very sensible, reasonable stances on women and politics and everything else, you know. Tell everyone that stuff. Tell your friends to listen. I appreciate everyone that does listen. I love you all.